process is Black and White, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. So, hey, I got a quick question for you, right? Listening to The Old Man in the Sea, which I can't wait to kind of get into the ending and, you know, just, just what your thoughts are. But, um... Like, did that book make you think much about death and, you know, what's next, dying alone or anything? Like, you know, did did it did it give did it have you think at all about like, you know, you know, just like your mortality at all? It did. I mean, I think that's part of the point. Um, but it wasn't mo. It wasn't as much mortality as it was. There's a time and place for certain choices and certain things, right? Um, that's been coming up. That's a theme that's been coming up a lot in my life, right? Um, and yeah. we were talking. We were actually talking about it before the before the show, but like, you know, there's a time to backpack through Europe when you're and live in hostels, and that time is when you're between the ages of like 18 and 24, you know. Mm-hmm. But once you're uh, 44 or 38, you don't really want to go backpacking through Europe for a summer. And staying in hostels, you're too old for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you want to stay yeah, in hotels yeah. or, you know, Airbnbs. Like you have a different lifestyle uh, that you that you want, or you have the family, or you know, whatever whatever the case may be. So, uh, yeah, it made me think a lot about that because there was a time for the old man where uh, catching the fish would have been the right would would have gone differently, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Uh, this wasn't, you know, it wasn't at that time in his life. And I think that's what the book's about. Or at least that's what the book's about to me when I read it at 44. I don't remember yeah. what I thought the book was about when I read it in 19. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had me thinking about, like, other stuff, too, where it's like, we're the, we're the only species, or at least known, I, I, I guess, from what I know, we're the only species that, like, handle death the way that we handle it. You know what I mean? Like... We don't. One of the things that I was thinking, like if the old man died, like the way that society works and the way that we handle death, like you know, we kind of we handle them a more, I guess you would say, humane way, where we, we bury, you know, our loved ones, we do different things. But like, was there a time? This is where like my mind went. Believe it or not, reading this book, because the old man stuck out at sea, and like. If he dies at sea, if he gets attacked by that shark and he dies at sea, right? Like, he would literally die the way that, like, every other species dies, which is you just get consumed by the earth. Like, you you know, he would be eaten by sharks and he would just be, you know, be like every other species. Sure. Like, so for me reading the book, what I kept thinking about is like, holy crap, I never really thought about it. But, like, the way that humans die... Isn't it so, like, not against what the earth is about, but it, it's almost, like, unnatural how we handle death. Like, every other 
every other species out there, you kind of just die and you're eaten by like, you know, scavengers and you know what I mean? Like it's just like you move on. And it's a weird conversation to have, but I'm just sh- telling you, I was listening this morning and this is where my mind went. And it was like, was there ever a time where death was handled the exact way for the human species? Surely. As it was for, you know what I mean? A- animals and how far back does that go? Like that, you know? I, I Probably not that long ago. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you if you think about it, like, um, if you ever watch any of the, like, the zombie apocalypse shows or whatever, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm. as soon as the death rate is really, really high, we're just throwing people in piles and burning them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's, that's pretty true. So yeah. I think – and, like, and you're – and the speed at which we get over death, right, the speed at which we mourn increases dramatically. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so uh, I think that we're just super fortunate and, you know, I mean, like, we, we grew up in a time where, you know, are there things that are terrible? For sure. Are there things that are wrong? For sure. Are there places where – you know, violence still occurs in all sorts of different ways. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, you're you're not losing 8% of the population to disease or war. or You know what I mean? Like, you're not losing huge chunks of the population yeah. all at once. Um, and that's great. But there definitely were those times. And yeah. we would just throw people in fires. And, you know, that was that. Yeah. Right? Like it's just that like yeah. that's what I thought of. It's just like, man, like how crazy is it that like now we have these funerals, these going homes, these like lovely plush caskets caskets. And there was probably a time where, you know, K Man era, not probably, absolutely a time, the K Man era, where you just like went wandering off in the woods and you just never came back. And there was never remains found and never like nature just did what it does. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, if you go back to like the Civil War, right? Like, you know, all those people weren't like carefully organized and, you know, buried with a plaque. You know what I mean? True. (laughs) True. Not how it worked. You know, the important people got buried with a plaque. Yeah. But everybody else, you know. Just got uh, tossed away. Tossed in a tossed in a pile and yeah. you know they put some dirt on it you know what i mean like it's wild like yeah. we the civil the the distance between the civilization that we have now and the civilization and modern civilization now, it yeah. is like and it, it was just a minute ago you yes. know what i mean yeah <laughs> like um so yeah it, it's yeah. been a it you know it's a it's a wild time and uh, i'm Fact. thankful me and you both. And I, I think that, like, that's what kind of came to mind reading this book was probably I thought a lot about, like, I kept thinking he was going to, like, just die in the boat, you know, reading the book. I'm yeah. like, this guy's just, he's going to get eaten by sharks, and no one's going to know. And or he's just not going to be able to make his way back. Yeah, he's not going to make his way back, and it's, you know what I mean? And it's just like, but at the same time, it just felt, it also felt right. Weirdly enough, like like, reading the book, it also felt like, you know, symb- symbiotic to like his life, symbiotic well, to I th- his life. You know, I think that he he had made his he had made the decision long ago that if he dies at sea, he dies at sea. Yeah, and that, I, and exactly. I don't think he I don't think he expressly 
discusses that in the book. But I think yeah. he just accepts that this is part of the choice that he has made. Yeah. And that he would he would not go down without a fight. Yeah. Also. You know what I mean? Was tied into that. So it's just like, you know, it made me think like today's like society today is is a little different than that. You know what I mean? Like we're we're, we're like that. You know, we're we're like we're you know, death is just so scary. You know, and, and I mean like you talk to families, you think of your loved ones, you think like it's I feel like we handle it I don't know if you handle it better or worse. Worse. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's it it grief is like so much more now. Yeah. You know, the longer we you know, the more society evolves, the more grief just like you know, just like doubles and you know, or like grows or I don't know. Just the way we handle it, and and it, and because some of it's grief, some of it's also like a weird culture of like, w- like oh, I knew that person, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you call it necessarily grief, but there's like the trauma bonding or the uh, attachment to like sure. someone losing, you know, losing someone. It's like people love being able to say, um, oh, you know, I knew I knew that person, or you know, this person I knew you know, die from this. Like it's, it's interesting. It's a very interesting relationship we have with the dead. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, most of it, uh, most of what we do, we, we, we try to push those, the ideas of like, you know, uh, that you will fail, that your body will fail you, that, that you won't be able to do certain things. Life changes. Like I, I think we push it, we push that away a lot. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. It's actually one of the reasons that I like exercising um, is that like when I do something stupid, um, I mute, I usually have to pay the price, right? Which is like, I'm a little more sore than, you know, like it's a normal to be a little bit sore, but like I'm more sore than I'm, sh- than I should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, something, something like, you know, you're supposed to have a little bit of soreness after you exercise and that's okay. But if you have a lot of soreness, maybe you did something a little bit too, you went a little too hard or whatever. Yeah. And it reminds you of, you know what your age is and what is happening to you right like I, you know i'm i'm certainly not old and falling apart or anything right but like i'm definitely not 20 and that's a good thing you know what i mean like there's a, that's a it's a good thing but also it, it means that like you know my relationship to 100 pounds is different yeah. today than it was when i was 20 and i like that evolution as I've been exercising for more and more years now, like that a hundred pounds is still a hundred pounds. Nothing about it has changed. Yeah. I have, I have changed. And you know, that's a, that's a cool thing to experience. I, I think a lot of the book was sort of about that, right? Like nothing about the fish had changed. You know, the old man has become the old man. He's become unlucky. He's not as reliable. So the boy, do, the boy shouldn't, and he doesn't want the boy to be with him. He wants the boy mm-hmm. to be on a better mm-hmm. boat, not on a little tiny boat, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, nothing about the old man, nothing about the boat changed, right? Like the boat's still the same boat. It's just time has gone forward. Yeah. So what my, what my overall feelings of the book and Hemingway? Mm-hmm. You know, so first off, again, 
he his writing style is just it's different. I think the more and more we we take on these books, the more I'm starting to appreciate how different all these writers are and how many different styles. You know, it's kind of like like a rapper's, you know, like flow. Like mm-hmm. like it, it it changes up. Everybody's got like their, you know, they beat to their own drums, you know what I mean? And in Hemingway far as this one book, you know, I don't know what the rest of his his work sounds like. But this one book to me, he writes in just like, I mean, it's very it's very much a lot of thinking that you do. You know, it, it, it's almost like listening to like a conscious rapper at, at a young age. Like, I feel like I need to read this book again in like five, six years. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's going to mean so much different to me. You know, I just recently, I compared to this. Recently, I just stumbled across a most deaf song that I really liked as a kid, like in high school. And I think as a kid in high school, I liked it because of the beat. And I like, sure. you know, and I thought his flow was dope. And then I, I recently listened to it and I was like, yo, like, this this is crazy. Like, he, he like really going in on here. Like, this is fire. Like, I didn't realize I, I was so just caught up in the beat that I never really got a chance to like soak up what he was actually saying. And what he was saying was just like fire. It was just so real. It was, you know what I mean? So I feel like Hemingway to me, I think like possibly five years from now, I reread this book. It's probably going to take on a whole nother meaning for me. But right now, I just felt like I couldn't really, I didn't really have the mental capacity to dissect the book like I would have liked to. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt like a lot of stuff kind of flew past my head and I just couldn't dissect it. I'm sure I didn't really grab a lot of gems out of it like I would have liked to. You know what I mean? Well, there's a couple things about it, right? One is it's super short, right? Yeah. Um, and it's important to to realize that there's a he had he had a t- he was he kept it tight, right? Like it, Very this tight. This isn't 300 pages, right? Ew. So the difference with that is that yes, you you can easily let like him sneak a sentence by and you're like oh or like we talked about i think the bird right mm-hmm. and like, yeah yeah the whole thing about the bird like was a paragraph like it was super su- so all of the stuff that happened was super super tightly scoped and uh like the story about the arm wrestling right like mm-hmm. tightly scoped like everything that happens is and so you in order to like, in order for me to appreciate it, I think the same exact thing is true, right? I'm gonna need to listen to it again in ten or fifteen years, right? Yeah. And it, and it since it doesn't take long, <laughs> like it's worth it's kind of worth doing. But I will say that I definitely think of the book as a very different story now, right? Like right? when I when I read it when I was I, I think I was nineteen. Um, might have been 20. What I thought about it was that it was a story about how nature exists and does what it does. That was what the whole book was about. So, like, my memory of the book was that nature exists and it does what it does. And 
now it's a book about aging. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like, flip. Totally went like a total different direction. Totally like. different direction. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think interesting, interesting in the same way that you were just talking about most stuff, right? Same, same exact idea. So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I definitely, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on a calendar five years from now. We'll, we'll, we're going to have to read this book again. But on a serious note, it's a book that, you know, we'll always have. So at some point, you know, whether even even if it's a year from now, I think it'll be good for me to just kind of take it in again. You know, take it in again because it was, it's a lot to it, man. It's kind of like I'm telling you, there's certain artists who like, there's so many innuendos. There's so many like, you know, uh, double entendres and foreshadowing, foreshadowing, yep, just like you know what I mean. And you just miss it all. And every time you, you know, again, there's certain songs that every time I listen to it. I walk away being like, oh, shit. I yeah. never even knew that was in there. Well, no, that's like that. That's the best. That's the that's the best part about like the, you know, there's a there's there's reading for reading and just enjoying a story. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or music for a song. That's just a, you know, a good beat. And it's yeah. yeah. And it's Catch fun, your toes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's great. Um, and those things can be wonderful. Um, and then there's like an art literature, you know, thing that can also mm-hmm. happen. That's yep. something very similar, but different. And, yep. uh, you know, I've enjoyed, like, certain albums as I've gotten older, right? Loved it for totally different reasons at 15 than I did, than I did at 25, than I did at 35, than I do at 44. Right? So, yep. Same idea. That, yeah, that thought-provoking, you know, that, that thought-provoking stuff, that deeper thought. You know, it's the difference between a toe-tapper and, and that thought-provoking type of artist, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, All right. What's well, next? Right, man. Uh, you got anything next on a, on a brain in terms of what, well, where yeah, to go? What I, well, what I really want to know is, uh, so you had another week, I think. This this week was six and one, right? Yeah, I had a good week. Six and one, yeah. So I Guess think all day, in all, you were four yeah. and three. Yeah, and then five and five two. And two five and two, six, six and one. one. Yeah. <clears throat> so... How, are you ready to do any week that you drink a calorie is a loss? Ooh, okay, yeah. Let's t- let, let's let's see where we're at. Let's let's test limit because quite honestly, I actually not having the sugar and coffee because right now, I would say the only juice that I even have might be like. A, a sparkling apple juice that I just mix like a hundred percent apple juice and sparkling water, you know what I mean? But that's about it. That that's pretty much it on the uh, on the juice intake. So absolutely, I think I think raising the stakes, we can definitely go that route because every all other beverages are pretty much just water and coffee with cream. That's all it's been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, a coffee with cream is coffee with calories. Oh, so you couldn't have the cream. It would be black coffee, huh? Ooh, that's where the challenge would lie, is in the black coffee. Or hot tea. Switch to tea. Yeah, that would be the, that would be the challenge right there, is, drink, is not having the cream. But let's see, because I don't really yeah. need, to, need the coffee that I have. Plus, I'm at a point with coffee where I'm more of a, you know, like I drink like a quarter of a cup when I drink coffee. I don't drink like... 
You don't really a lot of coffee because I don't really like the. It's so you're setting fire. Like to, a, you're setting fire to fire to three dollars anyway. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I got the Keurig now, the one cup maker. So I just put like a quarter cup in there. It's, I'm like, first of all, I should have never got the Keurig because now I actually drink coffee at home, and before I never drank coffee unless I was at work, just because it was there. Now that I can make a cup and not like a whole thing of coffee, and I could just do like coffee for me um I, I drink coffee now like I'm you know it's 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 not a good look it's definitely uh yeah I've been doing it I've been probably I hate I hate, I hate those curried things too because it's just waste for no reason making a cup of coffee just making a pot of coffee is not that hard and yeah, they, but a pot they, of they made they much. made these little they made these little even making a single cup of coffee is not that hard and they made these little things so that people could just throw out more trash and it makes me well yeah there is the weight the waste on that side is true and it makes because you got to use more plastic and all of that good stuff it's like why in the world but that that's sort of neither here nor there um but you do get the perfect cup it it, coffee for dummies like me it's literally like wow i just close the lid and press a button wow yeah that's amazing I'm not. I'm unimpressed. But all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in the coffees for dummies class here, so so it's 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 perfect for me. I'm like, wow, that's it. Wow, uh, I, you should have saw me. I was so I was so impressed by it that I went out and bought one that day, and now I've been drinking coffee at home, which I, yeah. which I don't do. So yeah. I got I got to get out of that. Yeah. So so that so that would be that would be I would say you you should have we should. Either keep going where you're going, which is uh, you don't drink any added sugar, right? So yeah. either you go towards uh, – well, actually, I guess this would be the reasonable yeah. goal. Yeah, let's to, do no no, no, no calories in, in the beverage. I think that's fair. So that – but instead sense. of doing it as a week – as a straight-up week loss, right? Yeah. You, you just do no calories in a beverage as a W. Because last week was – or last month was no calories, no sugar no in a beverage. No sugar in a beverage, yeah. So now it's no calories. Any calorie in a beverage is an L for the day. There you go. I'm down for that. Um, all right. And so then the only other piece that I would say is, is you got to add a walk into your add week. A, add a walk into the week. So how, do you, are you still walking a dog? For a while you were walking a dog, and that was getting Yeah, I still getting, walk the dog. Yeah. How, how, are you get, how often are you doing that? Well, I do it every day. But I do it. I, the walking's not. You know what I what it needs to be. Hmm. I got I got screw the walking. I I I walk more than enough. I need to I need to do the bike. I need to get on. Okay. I need to do by the end of the week at least. And, and we can start with. Let's start with know, a ride, a single ride. Single ride. One uh, ride a week. One ride. Any a week. week without it is an L for the week. Oh, I like that. Right. There you go. So All right. you can have an L for the day. If you drink a calorie, if you drink a single calorie, it's an L for the day. And if you don't get your ride in, you lose for the week. I'm down for that. That's it. That that's that's right there. That's because it only needs to be a ten minute ride. Doesn't need to be a whole thing, right? Like ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just ten minutes. No, that works. That works. Simple, straight, tight. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to like the last thing you want to do. One of the things I've seen is people make like try to make massive changes yeah doesn't work you know what i mean like occasionally it works actually occasionally it works so i don't want to say it doesn't work occasionally people complete completely shift their life all at once depends on the person 
Yeah, but mostly if you just make a bunch of little decisions and build on, that's how you like you all of a sudden change who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. all right, yeah. So that that's it. That seems like good, right. that seems like a pretty good list. All right. So you went. How'd you do this week? Uh, I did well except for Sunday. Sunday, I just Sunday I did whatever Couldn't I wanted. It. I didn't do any. I didn't do anything. I did. I killed it all week. Actually, this since we started this experiment, I've been killing it basically all week, um, most of the time. But this week, but Sundays I've been just like in the in in a bad way. <laughs> just been doing whatever I want, sitting back watching TV, you know, like enjoying myself. So. Yeah, it's a different different vibe on Sundays. I do know what I have to do, though. I have to give a talk in March. Um, and so I need to get the talk ready by March, which means that I need to have, like, a lot of stuff done by March, <laughs> which means that I need to start planning now. Because <laughs> um, otherwise, you know, I probably have like six weeks to get it all put together, maybe seven. So I got to get like all the pieces ready by then. Um, so my goal this week will be like to make a serious dent on the work um, for that. That'll be my goal for the week. Okay. I'm not wow. exactly sure how to get there. Yeah, but like, I, I don't, say, I don't have an outline. It. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this week would be to ha- at the end of it to have an outline, right? Okay. Right. To have an idea of like, well, what does success for a given week mean, right? Because I don't even have that yet. Gotcha. Um, I just agreed to the talk two weeks ago. So. So what what does the talk consist of? What is what is that? Uh, so it's about a database called DynamoDB, which is like um, a like a very very fast database. Um, that's really great at like getting specific information right it's not great at like you know when you're looking in excel excel, imagine a big excel doc right in excel you can sort of get any data you want right because it's Mm -hmm. rows and columns and that's sort of the way that it works um dynamo db is what's called a wide column database right so you um you don't really get stuff by like oh get me row f and column um or rather, row 38 and column F, right? Like, that's not how you get stuff. Like, oh, I want this and that. Um, what you do is you say, like, out of this row and this column and this column, I want everything in the remaining rows. So it's, like, a different way to think about data. Um, but it's pretty cool, and it's really, really fast, and it's really, really cheap. Um, and so I'm giving a talk about that. So mm. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and I'm not a talk guy, right? I don't give a lot of talks. But yeah. I really want to get a job using DynamoDB. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I'll write a talk and give a talk. See how that right. goes. <laughs> how, how, does, how does that come? Is it like, is it like a, a talk as far as like a training? Like you're explaining it or you mm-hmm. talking like, okay. Yeah, so uh, I, it, it's like part of there's a, there's a group that I go to uh, every month that does like talks about um, serverless systems. So serverless is like a certain, a specific kind of technology Mm. Um, and DynamoDB is that. And so basically what a serverless system is, is like if you need something, you can go get it. 
and then it turns itself on and turns itself back off again, right? As opposed to like have like all computers, all websites that you go to, right, in the whole world are a computer somewhere that's just sitting there running your website, right? So like a lot more complicated than that, right? But like let's make it super simple. It's a computer out there that's running your website on it, and you go visit that computer, and it gives you this information from that computer, right? The way serverless works is there's not a computer running, right? There's a, you send a message that says, hey, turn this computer on, get me this information, turn the computer back off. That's how serverless works. So there's yeah. never anything running unless you're requesting information from it. Mm. Okay. Um, and so because I'm interested in that kind of technology, I'm also interested in DynamoDB. And I also go to these groups, and that's where I want, that's the kind of thing I want to work on. So, yeah, it kind of all ties together. Okay, so this is like not only are you educating people, but you're also, you know, kind of help, helping yourself. Like you'll be doing, getting some more knowledge, gaining a little more knowledge on it, and like you got to research it. I imagine. To, to like yeah, I know it. most of it. I just got to kind of collect it and put it together. And I'm probably not educating too many people. Gotcha. Right, like probably most of the people already are familiar with it. Um, so it's more like showing an approach kind of thing. Um, so it would be like you giving a talk to some other captains about how you put together a schedule or something like that. Right. So they also know about it, but you have a strategy and approach. Okay. All right. (coughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. So that's my plan. Okay. All right. So outline. Outline by Out, the end of the outline week. Outline by, by the end of the week, and you got uh, one And I guess ride. maintaining your, uh, no your your attention through, you know, through the week. Through the week, right. We're exactly. building on that. Yeah, building on that. That's, gotcha. that's the exact same principles are applying to you that apply to me, which is yes. like building you can't, you can't yep. spend a whole bunch of time on YouTube if you're me. And on in your case, you can't spend a, to- a bunch of time drinking calories, right? Like yes. we're gonna build we're going to build on top of stuff. So, okay. Yeah, so that's the that's the plan. We need to find a new book. Yeah, we do. I uh, you got anything in, in in mind? Anything that jumps off the page for you? I have one recommendation. I don't really know much about it. Go it's ahead. really going to be our. It would be our first, like, I guess, like non fantasy kind of like. Um, I guess it would fall under fantasy. Uh, like a fantasy thriller, I guess, something like that. It's called uh, Kendrick. Kendrick is what it's called. Um, and it's like, it's a travel through time. It's it's loosely, uh, I mean, not loosely based. It's There's a show that's like sort of based on it. I started watching it. The show was a little weird, and then everyone was like, no, you got to read the book. The book is like, the book is something that's like special. It's supposed to be like, you know, one of the more popular books, I guess, during the, I don't know if she wrote this in the nineties or eighties or whenever it was written, but it's a, it's a pretty, you know, pretty big time book, I guess. I mean, big enough to get a show made about it, but it's basically about, um, a young girl from modern day who you get these like weird spells where she gets, she ends up traveling back to the slave plantation where her family were slaves. 
and it she's basically comes back and is like a slave for a day and then whenever danger comes she goes back to the to the modern day so it's really like it would be totally different from anything that we really have read and it's a little you know it's going to take a little imagination which i struggle with when it comes to books or shows or any of that but uh yeah i'm sort of shaking my head i don't want to read that <laughs> so yeah. yeah i know it's a recommended the, well i'm sure i'm not saying it's not good i'm just saying like i already kind of read enough stuff that's not great gotcha, you know what gotcha. i mean like i either yeah. want to read stuff that's great right. or like like i or i mean i already read comic books you know what i mean like i don't, I don't need to read another uh you know i either want to read like literature or like books about leadership i would gotcha. like to read i would like to read this book extreme ownership okay okay let's see what's that so it's like um it's about it's this dude named jocko wilnick or something like that um you said extreme leadership right. extreme ownership ownership extreme yeah. ownership and oh there he is i see it yeah i don't know if it's i actually don't he just comes up a lot, right? Like I see him a lot. He like shows up in a lot of the podcasts I listen to. Um, but like his books apparently about how to like how to own the work and the completion of tasks and and how to like think about stuff in in that way. And uh and I kinda like that. Okay. Um, now I'm all for a leadership book. Yeah. And this thing's hefty. It's not it's it's almost 10 hours Ooh, all right yeah no, i'm good for that so what is he uh he was like a navy he? he was oh, like a navy right, seal and now okay. he like runs like a a, a pretty uh successful business with a, with another guy so like you know it, it's basically how they like run their business and think about like owning their business i think they're both like navy seals or something like that yeah, and they're applying. I mean, you know, mil military uh, approach to ownership is you know just an approach, at, like many, right? Um, and it's a good. It can be a good one, um, just like anything. Um, yeah, I'll be and, down. I'll be down. Yeah, I'm so I'm sort of interested. I'm very interested in him. Um, like I know that he's like he's pretty fit. He's very focused on like living life well. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty interested to see how it goes. All right. All right. I'll look, let's look into it. I'll see. Uh, I think that might be one. Okay. I'm going I'm to I'm check out the sample for a little bit, too. I think that might be one. I'm down. I'm, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to reading this book. Leadership is always. Yeah, I mean, always that's very, mu it's very yeah. much your wheelhouse, too, right? So. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. So, let's let's do that, and we'll do, you know, the first. I don't know. We have to figure out what the chapters are, but we'll, we'll text each yeah, other we'll the, check which chapters to go to. We'll try to do the same thing, like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours each day or each week. Yeah, we'll check it out. All right. All right, cool. all right that works. All right. Then, in the meantime, Vernon, where can people find us? They can find us at theprocessesblackandwhite.com, and they can search us on all the social media platforms at The Processes, and we'll pop right up. All right, cool. Talk to you next all week. Right. All right, man.